0: dokily let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is
1: Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications
0: podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. So before I mention our special guest this week... And um,
1: thank God she's here, I'm about ready to go through another bout of hiccups.
0: <laughs> either that or I have a feeling you're drunk on Kool-Aid. I...
1: Shot
0: it. Which will be a main part of our discussion today. Yeah. Welcome, Carolyn Binder. Thank you.
2: <clears throat> wow. Now, now he's passed that on to me. I was, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, and I, what a great segue, I, by sh- the way. I
1: share only the best.
0: No. Yeah. I, I disagree with Shut that. Shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before we go any further, because, we, because uh, um, I, we do apologize to our sponsor because it took us like, Um, seven eighths of the show to go by last week before we mentioned you let's get this out of the gate right now this is bronco nation i'm jim he's jordan special guest carolyn who is a bronco and zemlik is our sponsor hit it jordan
0: uh check them out zemlik.com they've got their brick and mortar location off of stadium drive in (coughs) ashtimo uh no matter what you need i mean maybe you need school supplies um Maybe you're in a master's program or something like that. Uh, big, small, uh, big office, small office, no matter what it is, at home, they've got you covered. Daily offers, free specials. Check them out. Zemlick.com. There you go. So, Kool-Aid.
1: All right, yes. so I'm drinking a rip-it because it's dollar nine plus tax at the party store across the street from the house. It's purple. You <laughs> might as well just call and, it and Kool-Aid. It's, and it's purple.
0: It's Kool Aid. It's not Kool Aid. In, in in the guise of today, yes, it's Kool Aid. Okay. I,
2: I would like to make one clarification on our text chain, and I'll be upfront with everybody. I did invite myself today, so thank you. I should be thanking you for having me.
1: <laughs> oh but no, Carolyn! What, Carolyn, the door for you is open twenty four seven. That is true. Just the way it works.
0: Yes.
2: What's yeah. just so? So everybody's got background, mostly Jordan, because I felt tiny bit attacked, but it's fine about the kool-aid comment (laughs) what spurred my question and my request to come in today is the all of the on paper activity going on
0: not this again
1: come on because if you're going to tell me that i'm drinking kool-aid i I like her
0: (laughs) here (laughs) this is a different situation than what's going on with the lions because you have to think about it in this light. This is four years. N- number four for <coughs> Mr. Y. He hasn't signed one superstar. Hasn't brought in one superstar.
2: We're talking about the Red Wings, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Just, thank you. We, we segued off of my being here, but yes, we've jumped right into the Kool-Aid.
0: Ben Chirot, David Prahn, though, you know those guys, Al- Andrew Kopp, great signings. They're not guys you're putting on season tickets. And I'm sorry, when you're in year four, it is time to poop or get off the potty. I think he pooped. You need David Prawn, 34 years old. I hate to tell you, his twilight years are over. That signing would have been great four, five, six years ago. The poster boy of the
1: on-demand society. He wants it now.
0: But here's the thing. I didn't want it now when he took over. I said it before, and I'll say it again. This is year four. And getting okay to above-average players... Doesn't do anything. It, it's time to compete. Well, the, wow. the Cubs. I have a question. The Cubs were okay after year four, and then look what happened. We're talking about two different sports. But yeah. I don't.
1: But I don't care. It's just it. It it
2: it takes time. I, I'm raising my hand, by the way. Yes, because we're in radio, so they can't see us. Yeah, ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. Go ahead.
2: So year four, senior year. I'm not saying like he's going out to win the Stanley Cup. However. I'm going to wrap in another topic we like to talk about a lot. And I like to talk about it. It's called the NCHC and the talent pool in the NCHC and what happens in the NCHC. Looking at it from the perspective, and this is the way that I look at it right now, looking at it from that perspective, the NCHC is a great talent pool from which to pull, you know, are you going to pull Pavel Dotsug, another Stevie Y out of there? Brett Hull. I'm just pulling names out of the roster out of my head probably not
0: but and it's going there's... to take years
2: okay but they have a championship pedigree and how ingrained in them coming to the next level am i saying that next year they're going to win the stanley cup probably not i'm not going to put i'm not going to drink that Kool-Aid i'm not going to put money on that what i will put money on is the fact that looking at this holistically and statistically for the red wings they have not been to the playoffs in what six years? Yeah, something like that. Maybe longer. Six years. Okay, is that acceptable? No. Does any Does anybody like it? No. You can't just go from not going to the playoffs for six years to he's got a pooper get off the potty. The, I've potty trained a kid. You got to take it a step at a time.
0: I understand that. Thank but you. But this, <clears throat> this is year four. This is year four. See, he's. And here's the thing. I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt at year two, year three, because Ken Holland left you a mess, an utter disaster. Um, you but like I the- said, this is year four. And here's before anybody says anything, did you hear what Stevie Y had to say about not adding Johnny Gaudreau? Oh, we've got a lot of right-handed shots. None of them are named Johnny hockey. You're t- basically what he told me is that the Red Wings are too good for Johnny Gaudreau. Okay, you're too good for a guy that scores 40 plus goals and over 100 <laughs> points a year. Got it. You're too good for them. Got it. That's why you're a Stanley Cup contender. Got it.
2: Uh, I don't have anything to go against that. I'm just trying to be a voice of reason in this moment that and I again, the expectation cannot be we're going to win the Stanley Cup.
0: I'm not saying that. What it that's but, what it but, is.
2: But when you're saying, like, year four, pooper, get off the potty. <clears throat> He's like, demanding
0: it now. No, Thank you. But what I'm saying is this team was not very good last year. You are banking on these young kids to actually turn it on, and we all three of us know some of them don't work out. A couple of them are not going to work out. I'm looking at Phillip Zedina right now and having serious questions. So you're banking that this team can gel, that these young players are going to take the next step. I'm not saying you need to win a Stanley Cup, but actually competing a little bit and maybe getting yourself into a playoff scenario, that's what you got to do this year. But, I if think they can. but if you don't make yeah. the playoffs again this year, it proves my point. It proves my point.
2: But what are we talking about right now? We're talking about things on paper.
0: <sighs> optimist, optimist, pessimist. But here's how the, it works. I will say the Telling on you. the paper argument with this one is a little bit different than the Lions. Because we've seen this team and franchise do good things in the past. My problem with the Lions, I've got nothing positive to juxtapose it with. Absolutely nothing. All I have is 50 plus years of ineptitude. So I'll give it to you here. But with the Lions, no, nope. Prove, uh, me, prove me wrong, and I will think differently.
2: I'm taking right. I mean, I know this. Fran-
0: I know the Wings can do it. I'm not. I'm not convinced. The same with the Lions. I'm not.
2: I'm taking the same level of optimism mixed with just using the same theory mm-hmm. across the board where my theory is really testing. We're jumping topics, but that's fine, I think. The tigers. When I look
0: there's zero optimism.
2: There's zero. There's None. there's literally zero. No. Like, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to. Like the bright spot, any bright spot if I'm trying to find one is A.J. Hench is in the dugout. Yeah. And that, that's it. Yeah, but And you, and you have Riley it. Green, and he right. may get traded. Right.
0: And and I wanted to bring this up later, but um, sorry, I wanted to talk about Torkelson. I'm starting to worry. I don't know that he's going to pan out to what people thought he well,
1: was. I'm glad they set him back down to Yeah, but here's a. my problem, Jim.
0: It's a month and a half too late. You may have wrecked his confidence. Correct. You should have set yeah. him down a month and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, of course, Al and, you know. Chris can't manage a major league baseball team. I'll give you that.
2: They're like, what last and
0: yeah, runs. What's the like,
2: point in keeping them there?
0: Yeah. Like just destroy his confidence. Right. They're
2: not hitting. They're not scoring. No,
0: send them down. The thing
2: that cracked me up, just kind of looking at, cause it's the all-star break. So assessing at the all-star break, that's everybody's favorite thing to do. Of course, like it's a dumpster fire at Ugh. America park right now, but Again, uh, uh, maybe another bright spot, but it's an ironic bright spot. Is the bullpen? Yeah, and it's just hilarious to me because because you kind of
0: have to go back to the past when we really needed a bullpen, we could never get it. That was the Achilles heel. Ass, we have a bullpen. (laughs) It's, It's irony at its finest, and
2: that is the definition of professional sports in Detroit. Point blank. Period.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
2: I just started laughing. I'm like looking, you know, down through the stats and everything, and I'm, you know, it's not a secret about the lack of offense and this and that. But, yes, <clears throat> finally we
0: have a bullpen. Okay, so while yeah. we're talking about baseball, I've got a few things that I want to pass through to you guys and see what you think. So we all know Jim Costa, being right. West Michigan people. Oh yeah, used to work at the ticket yeah. or uh, no, no, ESPN up in Grand e- Rapids. ESPN now he's at the ticket one. in Detroit. Yeah. Right. Which they got so lucky to get him. Oh, he's great. I, I love made, him. I, I heard made him. such a big decision, yeah. a big mistake letting him go. Anyways, he's been filling in a lot. Uh, the other day he was on uh, with Illich, um, or not Illich, um, Stevie. But they were talking about Juan Soto, which he has declined Washington's extension. Now, he had a side-by-side of graphics calling this guy Cabrera 2.0. And if at 23, you look at their stats, they are very similar. There are some that Juan's better at. There's a few that Miguel was better at. Overall, though, same player. To a T. He said Mr. I would make this happen. Without a doubt. Hmm. You would take whatever, it, what, Scooble, Mize, whoever, Riley Green, make it happen.
1: Cool. Then 15 years from now, he'll be yelling about Capera 2.0, shoveling him under the but dirt. Here's,
0: but he, here's the thing. Because <laughs> that's how it works. Jim, <laughs> if they would have won a World Series, I wouldn't be saying any of this about Miggy. None. But you failed twice. But it's not. Not just once. Player. You failed twice. I understand, but he was still on the team and he was one of the leaders. And you yeah. might, you, he's going to get some of the blame, Jim. And you might as well throw in maybe Leland as well. <sighs> yeah, he does. Okay. I, he couldn't manage a bullpen. That's no secret. That was a huge problem. We yes. Were,
2: we were scoring. We ha, What did we have? We had Miggy. Oh. We had Megley or Ordonez. I'm going back to- Yeah, to yeah, 06. To 06. We scored. How many? I don't remember what the average is off the top of my head, but we could we could score runs. We didn't really play small ball, but we could score. And it's, it was even more
0: so in 14. when you. Yeah. But here's the thing. Guys like Miggy and Fielder disappeared in October.
2: Yeah. But the thing with that was at that time the, there were other bats that came alive. That the biggest issue was Phil Coke and the other guy, Joel's Maya. Yeah. Like, and who was the other Job closer? Chamberlain? I yeah. Mean, I mean, you go the down the list, list of closers. As soon as the start starting pitcher was out, you're like, we lost. Oh boy. We better have Here a five go. run cushion. And if we don't. And if even if we do, we might lose this game. I mean, what,
0: what was it? It was K-Rod. It was oh. Nathan. Yeah. Uh, it was just Guy after. Uh, Valverde. Valverde, one that's who I was thinking One of. year he gets 50 saves. The next year he can't strike yeah. out a dummy. Like Yeah. And when I say dummy, I mean like figuratively, like, like a dummy that you would see in a store with clothes on it.
2: That physically cannot swing a bat. Yes. But he would w- walk that person. Yeah. That dummy. He would. Yeah. Uh, just the, the complete, going back to the complete irony, but kind of wrapping in the topic that, that you brought up, as a Detroit Tigers fan, I'm a little skeptical myself. of, And, and I appreciate the comment that, yes, <laughs> the Illiches love to throw money at stuff, which is great.
0: Yeah, Mike loved throwing uh, money stuff.
2: Yeah, that's true. Chris
0: likes to hoard it and make his but, teams look like crap.
2: But, but, the... Skepticism that I have of a long term like throwing ten year throwing a double digit year and tons of money at a baseball player, how did that work out for Detroit and Justin Verlander? And I know it's two different positions,
0: two and different Mickey. Well,
2: and Mickey. But
0: well. but the thing is, in the moment, it's like if you're not gonna pay him, somebody else is. Oh, absolutely. So in absolutely. the moment, in those four, five, six, seven, eight years, it's okay. Once it starts getting past that, that's when uh, Albert Pujols, Miggy, other people come to mind when you talk about (laughs) that. But I think I have the same reservations as you do. The problem is I need somebody to build this franchise around. Somebody.
1: Why don't we have Illich sell one of those two properties, either the Red Wings or the Tigers? I've been screaming it for months. Concentrate on one. Remember, uh, you might remember in the 90s, Mike was Illich was being thing. hoarded, yelled at, et cetera, because everyone was saying he's throwing everything into the Red Wings yeah. and nothing into it's the Tigers. The
0: same thing. But he's. <laughs> but they're but not have... even pouring money into the Wings. Right, they're not. That's over. That's the thing. They, they went and signed some long-term deals. That's something that Stevie hasn't done up until this point. They still didn't go and get the people that cost the actual money. I mean, and that's my, and I think that is my fear with what they have done in free agency. To me, it seems a lot like the Tigers. It's faux spending. You made it look good by going to get four or five people and you spent a lot of money doing it. I would have rather if you spent most of your money on getting a guy like Johnny Hockey. You are not too good for a guy that scores over 100 points a year. You're not.
2: No, and especially at this
0: point. When you it's, need, it's the put, same, you need somebody to build this franchise around.
2: The The principles and the, the discussion's the same between the two teams, right? Because there's no postseason hope for the Tigers, no. and there hasn't been postseason hope for the Red Wings, right? So. Um, but one the, of those but,
0: teams has a chance to break that. And the, I just don't feel you did enough.
2: Yeah, The, the theory's the same. The outcome needs to be the same, and I, I think the issue, and so the issue without Johnny Hockey and having that on the table, the issue is how many guys are you really going to get that want to come? And that I hate saying that, but how many guys are actually going to want to come to Detroit without here? With do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, but I think I think you're on the right track with thinking of Detroit and not being a destination. But I think that plays into sports like football basketball yeah uh even baseball at this point <laughs> yeah but when it comes to detroit and hockey it's an original six team.
2: so they're always good i see it. and, and those have... free
0: agents said it when stevie y calls your cell phone your ears perk up
2: yeah oh for sure it's stevie so, y so it's so going back to your request of this being year four I, and I just wanted I, to I don't, add
0: somebody. Add me a star. I don't want to wear it. I don't want like to wear
2: this out too long, right? But because I think because it's Stevie, Y, I don't think he gets a lifetime pa-
0: pass. But I Pretty think close. Well, it's Jim Harbaugh year, level.
2: Yeah, four years is not a lifetime, but I see it going. That's a long
0: time in this day and age. I'm telling you. But it goes back to Holland. He made this such a mess. Yeah. That it took so long to clean it up, and you didn't have any assets to get rid of. Well. They're all, it was, it's like the Blackhawks. They're tearing it down, but they waited way too long. Way too long.
2: Well, think, think about that then, right? And, and, and you said it, and it's true. Ken Holland left a mess. So Stevie Y can't just go, just because it's Stevie Y. He
0: can't, he can't make, that's why it's year four. I've given him time up to this point. So
2: what's a, what's a realistic benchmark? And, and I know I've heard what you said. I'm listening to that piece about, and I,
0: I agree. And I'm not saying he hasn't had a good free agency. He has, but I just give him that incomplete grade because I'm waiting for that star. And I think at this point you're gonna have to add it via trade. You
1: may have five stars already in that building that can play together. Is, They'll become stars. Is that is that the sole bench benchmark? Hope.
0: That's a lot of hope, Jim. Well, sometimes that's a you have to sometimes
1: you have to bank on that. It's called it's called yeah, team play. That,
0: and that's where franchises get in trouble.
1: You know, it the Red Wings in the nineties when 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 you know in 97, 98, they, they weren't loaded, they just had a bunch of good players. Iserman was the man, yeah, but the rest of the team developed into big
0: stars Okay, so who's your man on this team? <laughs> My point exactly. My point. Ex- Dylan what? Larkin. What? Dylan Larkin's it, your guy. Okay. It, it
1: might. Well, right. this might. This might. I almost said that, stay. but I thought you were going to. So. This might leverage him to stay, which would be good. I don't. I'm not convinced he's that good. And yes, I'm filming you guys right now. So that's Do you? The way it is.
0: <laughs> I think the hometown thing gets played on way too much
2: what what's a realistic benchmark
1: though like you an- need to be in the
0: picture by the end of the season
1: hometown benchmark
0: he's stuck on Aiden Hutchinson no it's it do, it's other stories and, the yeah, hometown thing never works the the expectations are sky high everybody gets let down it never works it'll coaching get, and players it doesn't
2: it'll get you there it'll get fans in the seats
0: for to make his, money.
2: For, to to make money. That it's now, it's if a money it, move. If it, if it lasts, if the talent lasts, and, and he just said H, Aiden Hutchinson, so I'm going to go back to that, and we'll just bounce around Detroit, and that's fine. But I, I again, because it's on paper. We're talking about things on paper. Yeah, historically, cool. We could name off a bunch of stuff where it didn't work beyond the first season to get fans in the seats. I truly believe with the energy Of Dan Campbell and his game plan and how he wants to attack and how he's biting kneecaps and all that stuff. Like Aiden Hutchinson is ready to bite some kneecaps. Oh, I don't doubt that. And that's going to last beyond.
0: I don't doubt that. The problem is, is living up to the number two overall pick. I'm not drafting good at two, I'm drafting great. Well, generational. And I'm sorry, Aiden Hutchinson is not a generational player any way you slice it
2: i think with the right game plan and i think he matches the intensity that dan campbell brings like he's ordering that triple venti latte whatever whatever espresso and then taking shots of espresso in the parking lot and then going to practice like that's the type of level and energy that those players need in that position that's what he has and he brings it
0: yeah he's got a motor I mean, to be fair, <clears throat> to be fair to Hutchinson, I will follow up my comment. That draft really didn't have much generational talent. There was a couple, there were a couple, but yeah, it was it was a down draft. And the only reason I brought up the hometown stuff is like with Jaden Ivy, they've beaten this stuff to death. They had four jerseys at his press conference. Yeah, they had one for his dad from one of the high schools, one for his mom for the shock, one for a grandpa. It's like. Can we not? Can we not? I've said it before. Where somebody's from should not factor in to drafting them or signing them. It shouldn't play a single iota role. Not at all. It's all about performance and how good you are.
2: You, yeah. But I think yeah. the argument...
0: You could be from Michigan and be one of the worst busts ever. I mean...
2: Yeah, right. The, the argument... Could be also made like, we, we drafted Jaden Ivey, I'll just use it because you just said, or we drafted Aiden Hutchinson because their talent and athleticism matches our game plan, right? That's the easy explanation for that. It's just a perk that he's, or they are from. See, Jaden's the a little different
0: because he's not like, sure. you know, it was more of, yeah, it was more of a regional thing because his mom at Notre Dame, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But, yeah. Um, no, I think Jaden was the right pick. I'm not saying that he wasn't. Um, I just have my doubts about him. But, well, because
2: it's all on paper right now.
0: Well, it's not. My problem is he showed his ass in March. That jump shot looked horrible. Like, he did not. Yeah. When it mattered most, he looked bad. Very, very bad. I was I'm to not the point gonna where I was almost checked out on him. People were floating his name like a week before, and I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I will say I'm glad they have him and not Keegan Murray. I am so yeah. glad yeah. Sacramento did their best crackhead impression <laughs> and took him. Oh, and <laughs> an uh, uh, upperclassman from Iowa, that'll work out well. Because Two they, thumbs up. Yeah, because that that's worked in the past. Right. <laughs> I mean, you even look at Wisconsin, another Big Ten team, like a guy like Kaminsky, like those guys don't. They, they never live up to that expectation.
2: At that next level, no. No. no
0: there's no show out for that. I mean, maybe Keegan proves me wrong, but it, that just did not seem like a good move for Sacramento. Glad they did it, but. Because it cleared the board oh my, for can us. Can you imagine but... if Detroit would have ended up with him? Ugh. But all of this talk about Detroit leads me into something that I wanted to talk to you guys about, and we've kind of done that already. Why do Detroit fans overvalue their players? And I'll use you an example. I've got a friend. I'll just l- take the microphone. On. We met now, at wait a
1: minute. We, Oakland University. A okay. couple right. of weeks
0: ago, he posted something that I think is absolutely 100% absurd. He said that if Rashid Wallace played in today's NBA, he would be better than Giannis. That is blasphemy. Blasphemy.
2: I'm having shades of the LeBron-MJ conversation, and I I just, I don't. It's not
0: even close. No, it's it's,
2: it's not is not it even all? close. Ha. No, but. No. It kind of is. No. It kind of is. No, not at all. Yeah, you are worse
1: than me and him.
2: Blasphemous. Ha. Blasphemous. Ha. Tell me how we're even supposed to. Gian- Giannis is a freak. Yeah, and in the era of Rasheed Wallace, and the Pistons, and their championship runs, Rasheed Wallace was the freak that nobody wanted to go up against. They,
0: I am fighting they, every urge to walk out of the studio.
2: They stayed away from him. That's all I'm saying. And it is not... Absurd. It is not even in a... You can't, you can't compare the era of the flop and the ticky-tack fouls and you want to argue that Giannis is a beast. I'm not saying that he's not a great and he's not a legendary player. He's playing in the era that he was drafted in and born into and belongs to and whatever. It's the same as LeBron and MJ. That conversation and I hate it. Because... It's not
0: even a conversation. It's MJ.
2: But what? So why? Why? Huh?
0: Because I, six I mean, titles, I... six and zero. Oh. That's all I gotta say. How many? How many? Le... How many chances has LeBron had? No, he's won I... less than half of them.
2: I agree. I agree with you because when the
0: when the that proves when the ma- the moment mattered most. <clears throat> MJ stepped up. Whether it was him or he made his team step up, they did. And LeBron when the, doesn't have that same effect.
2: And and I, so you and I agree with that. I just, I the conversation sucks. I because. don't like I don't like the conversation because I mean I like this conversation because it's fun and Jim's laughing so that's great too. I just the comparison there is no comparison there there can't be because the style is different the the way that the game is played and officiated is different. And I'm not saying that Giannis is, you know, buying into like, oh, I'm going to rest because blah, 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 and whatever. Like, you know, the days of like, I'm taking a rest day, so I'm not going to play today because we got a long road trip or whatever. Like, no, Rashid was a grinder in an era that was not bad boy level, but.
0: But he was a grinder. That's the difference. He is. N- <laughs> he had a great career. Never, one, never once was that man MVP level. That's the difference. Giannis has won an MVP. He's won a title. In They're a not even in the same stratosphere. They're not
2: in a different era of the National Basketball Association. There's just not a. There's just you cannot compare it. I would. Mm. I would take grind and grit and in the lane, down and dirty, whatever over pure athletic talent and beast mentality because Rashid had beast mentality he was clutch he could be counted on all the rest of it in an era that it was is much tougher to play than it is right now in the NBA
0: so many thoughts going through my head right now <laughs> by the way
2: i grew up in bay city so Blasphemy. Right right by Saginaw there. So shout out to your friend. Blasphemy.
0: Wow. Just when I thought you and I had a lot in common.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, I got to shake it up every once in a while.
0: Ah, ah, Um, See, I told you. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I think, I think Detroit fans have a habit of overvaluing their players. I think they just really do.
1: It's a, the, the Detroit is desperate for a championship in name your sport. So yeah, I can see why they it, do.
0: Yeah, but it goes back. It, it goes back even further, and you're even guilty of it. Talking about Mark the Bird Fidrich like 30 years <laughs> later. Come on,
2: that's all we have to lean on. <sighs> Let me have it, okay?
0: I I just I think I think there, are, and you two aren't two of them. I just think there are some Detroit fans that need to take a deep breath and look at things for what they really are. Some of your players aren't the best, all right? You might think so, but not the case. We got to have
2: optimism, though, because if we don't have optimism, there's there's not much else. There's Thank really you. not. I Thank
0: mean, you. outside of, I guess, you know, this coming season for the Wings and for the Tigers really not a whole lot of hope. There's no hope at Comerica Park. Well, you know, well,
1: all right, maybe, maybe there'll be a little bit of love because, um, you know, and yes, I'm going to make a reference to Chicago. You know, when the Cubs were going through their thing in the early, in the early teens building up, we were all patient. 2015 came around. We were all thinking, okay, you know, maybe we can sneak in, maybe not. And we made a run all the way to the NLCS and then lost to the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, but you guys had signs before then. then how, how but many? not a
1: lot. But not a lot. You see, 2015 was not looked at as the year the Cubs were going to break into the playoff scene.
0: How many years did it take them? Whatever. Alavila Whatever. has been on the job since 2015. Yeah, I, I'm. I am done on done. waiting. See, well, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll be
2: back to agreeing because I'm completely done. Oh I'm yeah, done.
0: oh yeah, Al's got to go. But, but here's a, the thing: no ifs, answer, he just buts. did another draft. So what? What hope? What realistic hope right. do you have that he's going to be gone? And,
1: and and they draft a second baseman for their number one pick. People were yelling because it wasn't pitching. You know what? Well, the pitching in Detroit is okay. It especially all, the relief pitching. They need bats, obviously. It's I mean, look all how bad. look how many. Players are hitting below the Mendoza line right now. It's ugly.
0: Yeah, and remember when he was all excited about Miggy's 290? His, I his still wins know. above his wins above replacement is below zero. It's
1: see, I have it, a friend
0: it, who has a college roommate that has pitched two innings for the Red Sox. His war above one. 2. That's how bad. Like, think of you have to be bad. To have a 290 average and a wins above replacement below zero. He thinks too much on stats. This is why you can't have nice things. Okay. Gotta- I'm just tired of people making them out to be some type of martyr. And the fact Look, that him and Albert Pujols are in the All Star game. You know what the you know what the All Star you know in the words of Mike Villani, you know what the All Star committee should do to celebrate those two? Buy coffins.
2: I did not hear that. Buy
0: coffins.
1: Wait a minute. Oh, hold on. Didn't Albert Pujols defeat um Kyle Schwarber yeah. in round one last night?
0: I didn't even watch it.
1: I didn't either. I, was, I didn't either, either, but I was but I was following along on social media I was not. until I fell asleep.
2: That's the pomp but, and know. circumstance of All-Star Weekend and whatever. But I'm like trying to but, make it
0: popular again. Cool. It's just like who who are you really even doing a favor?
2: Quite frankly, from a Detroit perspective, honestly, who else are they gonna send? to the All-Star.
1: Game. Well, the well, Soto was the But pick. here's my
2: problem with it. It's a pity thing. It's sure pity. I don't disagree, especially this year,
0: right? Like, like everybody's clamoring, "Oh my gosh, Mickey made it." It's pity. They needed so, they needed an extra excuse to get more eyeballs. It's all pity.
1: Okay, I got more for you here because the Tigers hitting coach needs to go. Mickey has said when he retires, he wants to be a hitting coach and he wants to stay in Detroit. Here's your opportunity, my friend. You can be a player/coach. slash coach.
0: I posted on your thing, hard pass.
1: Yeah, with, I know with you did. Zero
0: consideration. Hard pass. No, I I like it. This isn't the PA, this isn't F8 Federal Hockey League beer <sighs> hockey.
2: My question, so I agree with his comment with Jim's comment about how how do we fix this? And where is the real problem? Cuz the there's Yeah, there's a lot of layers to this onion, but That's I think horrible. Th- the main layer if we're focusing on the bats middle is
0: is Illich. Well, then it's Avila. Right. But Then it's everybody else.
2: So, is that the is that the dominoes how you want them to fall I've been or...
0: screaming it since the spring, sell the team. If you don't want to put in the money, the time, and the effort and everything else that takes yeah. to r- run a winning franchise, sell the team. You want to put all of your bass eggs in the Red Wings basket? Sell the team.
2: My question to that, and it was the same as the point I was just about to make, though is, well, a, who would buy it? That's going to do anything uh, with it?
0: There's uh, probably a, a list from here to Florida. Okay. Jeff Bezos being one of them.
2: I hear that sigh. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't
0: care. I don't care. I don't care who it is. As long as you're going to spend money and make this team a competitor, I don't, I don't care. I don't care who it does is. Jeff Bezos I don't
2: play? I don't care who it is. Jeff Bezos?
1: Really? I don't care. Any? I don't
0: care. And he, because uh, it, we had the call cool at legs? the end of the day it does not affect me. I am a fan. All of this it's like when people get upset about their team spending money. It's not your money. Who cares? He's a fan that
1: quote wins above replacement as success. But how is
2: that not a That's sign a, of success? Jeff Bezos. Really, now nah, I'm stuck sorry, I'm stuck back on Jeff Bezos buying the it's Tigers. Not, oh,
0: can we be honest here? It's not Schneider in Washington. Okay? Yeah. It's not Sarver in Phoenix with the Suns. I get it. I get it. There are worse owners in all four major sports than Jeff Bezos.
2: I just worry about what I'm, I, okay, take Jeff Bezos off of it and just say it was
0: just it was yeah. just one of the names one that of been the floating names. around.
2: Who who's gonna want to? Okay, if Jeff Dan Bezos Dan Gilbert so, buy him,
0: I don't care. <laughs> oh no, no 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 no! It's better than Illich. It's better than Illich.
2: But who's gonna want to come and be a hitting coach for the Tigers? Who's gonna want to come? Who's gonna make a difference? I mean, and it, you've
1: already got a built-in option, and I like it. I like it. And let's face it's not beer it, Miggy hockey. Miggy can still hit. Okay. I he can singles. Still hit.
0: Singles. I That's fine. I agree they, they with you. They on could that. they could use some singles It's not Beer League when, hockey. When you when your team batting average is pretty much 0. .200, you could use some singles. Fine. He wants to be a pitching coach, wait until you retire. The two being a player and a manager? No. No, nope. I wouldn't I wouldn't Hard do pass.
2: both. I, no, I wouldn't do both. Uh, but also but he's only
1: a DH now. He's not even out in the field. My,
2: my only concern in general, the thought that comes to mind is the Stevie Y thing in I'm just making comparison. Yeah. The, this is a team that he has experienced great success with, not only from a team standpoint over his career but a personal player standpoint. He's got a lot of emotion invested in this team that can go one of two ways in the sports world. And I love a good story about that. And I would love for that to work out. And I would love for Mickey to be there. But historically speaking, from a sports perspective, those situations and marriages do not work.
0: No. And here's the thing. I'm not just going to give him a job once he's done. He needs to earn it. He needs to go at a lower level than the than major leagues and earn it. Agreed. He needs to be a coach down in AAA.
2: I'm not saying that it could happen. Look at LeBron happen. for
0: the Wings. He has coached every level of hockey, from USHL to college to AHL to now the NHL. Yeah,
1: you're right. David Ross should have gone through that same loop, too. But no, he was given the Cubs management position. Yeah, he should have gone down the minors. right, And how did that work for him? How did that work for him? How did that work for him? Well, Ryan Sandberg did the same thing. and didn't propel him how, to major league success that- on a managerial standpoint.
0: But how did that work out for David Ross?
1: Not very good. Well, he's still there. But look look at who he's working for too. Because there are problems in the Chicago Cubs organization as well. Even though the Cubs look better on paper in the minors and they do have a better minor league setup he said on to, paper. Fall back, to fall back on. Well you, you can well you can. You can say that. Still, you still see where I'm going. I'm so glad I only have to do this once a week. So glad. It's so fun to. Yeah, but I can aggravate you 24 7 on Facebook, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) And I have done it too. Like, oh, Jordan will like this, (laughs) not post. Oh, I forgot to tag him.
0: Good Lord. (laughs) There, I feel like there's one more thing.
2: What do you think? I was gonna ask you this, and
0: because I have. oh, there's a thing I want to talk to you two about. We yeah. probably should turn off the mics before okay. we do that. It has to do with Jim Harbaugh. Oh, great. And oh. I think he uh, majorly put his foot in his mouth.
1: Well, we can discuss that off air and decide whether
0: it's okay. So it's a polarizing topic. That's why okay. I don't want to bring it up.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll table that. But I did want to ask your opinions talking about the Red Wings. And that conversation that we jumped into, they hired the assist a uh, new assistant coach, right? Mm-hmm. Did you get to read about him? A All little right. bit. Okay, I wanted your opinion. The guy okay. from Tucson. Yeah.
0: I think he's a good hire. Another guy. He's coached every level: USHL, you know, college, AHL. Any concerns with like
2: in, at that mid level? The thing that I popped out to me was that he was right at the 500 mark or even a couple seasons below 500. Does that matter to
0: you? Or, no, okay. not as an assistant coach because I think I think why somebody like him is brought in, this is a very young team. So you got, have a guy that has a lot of USHL and AHL experience so then he can work with those guys and because he's not expected to be the leader. I mean, this is why you hire assistants. You get them for – specialized needs i don't think it has i mean you look at look look at the uh look at arizona's they're playing in a college arena that you talk about disasters that's probably worse than the tigers
2: i agree with you there i just wanted to point out to jim that i got him to talk about something and agree with something that was not statistically
1: based yeah i know i'm i'm still he
0: I just – I don't have blind hope. I don't. I've been – I've – the thing as a sports fan, 90% of the time you get let down. So I've literally, over the years, have have had the innocence and the hope beat out of me. I mean, I used to be a Falcons fan before I jumped back on this stupid Lions bandwagon. They they were up 35-whatever to, to Tom Brady. The following year, my favorite sports team of all time, the San Jose Sharks – blow it in the Stanley Cup. After those 2 years, my fandom was dead. I view it with no fandom.
1: Ben strictly
0: strictly. Fine. But here's the thing, fine. I don't That's fine. I don't really pull for anybody. I pull for the game. I watch the game. I can it, at this point in my life, I can stop hating people because they're good. I can accept to watch greatness. It doesn't have to be my team because I understand how it works. Mhm. Most people watch a game in a sport, and they have zero idea of how a team's built, how this is done, whatever. Yeah. They just think that this should happen, or like trade deadline. People throw out crazy trades, and it's just like, do you understand how this works at all? No. I mean, I do, but I'm yeah. just, the, the, the three the people, of us yeah. do, but the yeah. average fan, no. not a clue.
2: They don't even know what they're watching. I grew up. I think I've said this before. I grew up. In a Detroit Lions neighborhood, of course, because I was well, I was north of Detroit. But uh, my passion, literally my physical roots and passion for sports, is born from watching the Detroit Lions. Either that is like the most like cool sports love story of all time, or it's pathetic. Call it what it is, but I, dang it, I love sports I, because of the Detroit Lions. I'm never gonna jump off the bandwagon.
1: I was the same way with the Cubs growing up. I was able to watch them on WGN TV every day coming home from school. I latched on. It's it's you can be a fan, be invested, and still be let down every year. You get used to it. I've been it hurt too many me, times. It, it taught me how to how to be a better player. You know, in softball, bowling, etc. You accept losing. That's the way it works.
0: <sighs> See, right? that's that's part of my problem. I'm not a loser. Like, but you, but I win. That's. That's the only mentality I have. You're, okay, you're, you're either you're, a winner or a loser. Okay, you
1: are a winner here. But on the sports side, maybe not so much. Okay?
0: All I'm saying you know, is I've been beaten down it. too many times. I've been disappointed. So when you when you take things and yeah. have a realistic look at it, then you're not let down. It's like, yeah, sure, the Lions could be good this year, but I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid and get myself upset. I'm going to put myself in a situation where if they, if they do great, awesome. Yeah. If they're not very good expected it well you can go into the season expect the worst hope for the best uh,
2: that is the definition of how in my adult life i go into every sunday in the fall to be honest with you and i'm not trying to get you to stay on the lions bandwagon like i've been here for 30 years and it's it is what it is but i i will say this i used to get physically upset and like my whole day would be Done. I can't do le- that. And I can't. That do was, that. and I'll say this: this that was years and years yeah, ago. I used like, to be the same way, I, but I've kind of found this like middle zen. Like it's
0: it hurts for like I don't know, like an hour or so, but then you let it
2: go. Then you, you laugh about it. Then you let it go. Then you let it go.
0: Uh, great comparison for Alavila. He is a barnacle on a ship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just can't get rid of him.
1: Who said, did your brother say that? He
0: did. Ah. <laughs> he is the barna- He is a barnacle on the hull of a ship. Amen. He's a great contributor by
1: Facebook Messenger. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, maybe. Well, maybe someday we can. Uh, what, we we can, uh, We'll sp- get him to come in. Yeah, or stream him in or something. You know, That's nice. He's
0: not. He's not very far. He comes up quite a bit. So okay. we'll, we'll get him to do it. And when he's not traveling, this dude is. He was in southwick massachusetts recently he's going up to Glen falls nashville florida he was in arizona a couple of, it's like dude he has car. a cool job yeah, right. he, yeah yeah he does he's been doing a lot of uh he was down at what's the legendary track down by south Bend, just on this side of the
1: oh like what what horse
0: horse no it's or, uh or like racetrack? Uh, it's like uh motocross god what is that place uh, called Apparently it's a if you're in that realm of sports. apparently yeah, it's a legendary course. Wait, which, which, which I'm not. But. So, yeah, he he gets to do all the cool things in sports.
2: Awesome, good so, for him.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous That's all day. Fun. He talks about what he's doing, and it's like, I hate you, I really do. Because for us, when Western's not in 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 play, it's like we don't have anything. Yeah. I, I mean, mean once that jumps back up, all three of us are sitting pretty, but
2: we'll be busy. It's going to be fun.
0: It's 60 days yep. from from our first uh first home game for the Broncos football. Just in case anybody was wondering. Countdown I mean, is on. I've been counting it. They're keeping a countdown for months. Um so yeah, I mean I think that's pretty much Everything I wanted to get to. We had mentioned the Coyotes. The cool thing about being a Coyotes draft pick is that you get to go to college and the NHL at the same time. Hey. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, MLB, obviously at all-star break.
1: Yep. And, you know, the the, um, National League tonight, I I like the way. First of all, I don't like the way they kicked out the the, uh, starting lineups on Saturday. Before the break, before the Futures game, I was like, why why do that? But what I did like is that uh, the National League starting lineup, uh, Wilson Contreras is uh, the starting catcher, batting six. His brother is batting seventh. Yep. The fact that they're both in the All-Star game is huge. The fact they're both on the same team is huge. Yep. But them batting back-to-back is just sweet. I, I just think that is so cool. I love those feel-good oh, stories. And, and no pressure on Wilson to keep the at-bats going just in case, you know, everybody goes down in order till he gets to number six. Just saying. Just saying. So they can hit literally back-to-back.
0: I yeah. just saw this. The Anthony Rizzo Foundation is auctioning off a 30-minute hitting lesson with Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, and Giancarlo Stanton. I'm thinking of bidding and donating it to Joey Gallo. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> He's been bad
1: this oh. year. Tony, Joey, one player, I can name a city that yeah, could use it. The entire team of Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, I was just about to say that.
0: God, it's it's Man, it, it's you know honestly what? depressing. How okay, look,
1: is. look. We are not burying Detroit by a shovel. Okay, yeah, They're we are. They're burying but, themselves. But, yeah. Yeah, but.
0: We, yeah, we don't have to do anything. No. We're just beating a dead horse. We're just scooping the dirt over it yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> slowly slowly one grain of sand at a time right. okay
1: so how just in a quick nutshell how do you fix each team with in like 15 seconds on each I say the Tigers wipe out the front office get a hitting coach and I I don't care I'm miggy
0: I I like I, I like Miggy,
1: and Al's why well, I said that wipe out the front office yeah, That's yeah Al's first gotta step. go. The Lions have trust, have confidence, have faith, because I think this team is going to work with what they have right now. As a matter of fact, there are some fantasy peeps out there that are saying, latch on to Jared Goff, because he has the offense that can make him pretty good.
0: Well, I hear Cephas might be on the trading block.
1: Yep, I heard that too.
0: Somebody like uh, which tells me Khalif Raymond and Josh Reynolds have showed out. Now um,
1: on the other two, just real quick, and I only fifteen on. Each, well, here's one more. Pistons, here's one more the for pi- the Tigers, though. The, okay. Well, the the well, you're gonna get your turn. The Pistons keep building on what they have right now. They've got a good nucleus of young kids. They could use a couple others, but work on that. The Red Wings, same thing. Red Wings, the rebuild is almost there. Let's see what this coming season. Brings forward.
0: Okay, you're Go get yourself a star. That's you, what I, I've got to say to the Red Wings. Package some of those young prospects. Get yourself a star.
1: Tigers, we already know with you We're about the Lions? Uh
0: I think no with like with the Tigers, <clears throat> um there's just so much that has to be done. Um I just think like one of the things that you gotta do, you talked about getting run to the front office and all of that stuff. Um I just think I don't know. There's something else that's got to be done, and the problem is, I just I view it as the '90s Tigers. Like it's, we're closing in on a decade of bad baseball, and we're nowhere near getting out. Of it. I'm gonna talk-
2: ma- I'm gonna make this really easy. Go out into a wide open field and just scream your head off.
0: This, this is this was the solution for the Tigers. What you need to do is, and it's been floated around. McKinney talked about it today. Give Theo Epstein a blank check. Yes, and tell Chris Illich to get the f out of the way.
1: See, I told I.
2: That's practical. I was just being silly,
1: and I wanted to bring that up too. I didn't even think about it. Theo's the at the way. top. Theo's yep. at the top of the fantasy. Yep. Boards as way. far as taking over the
0: Tigers. Ah, uh, Susan. My work mom from Iowa said, gotta say, my son, a lifelong Red Wings fan, says the same thing as Jordan Lass. He will, quote, continue suffering this year, is his comment. (laughs) And I know Susan and her family very well. Not only is her son a lifelong Red Wings fan, he played a lot of USHL. He knows hockey. So take it for what it is. Somebody in my corner.
2: You need those, two.
0: I do. (laughs) Usually it's you and I. Now you've defected.
2: No, 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 no. She didn't defect. She's just... I have to be the voice of reason.
0: She just has more optimism than I do. That's the core of it. Honestly, that's the core. And
1: she is pretty much the buffer between you and I. I've just been broken down too much
0: in life. I don't have a whole lot of optimism left.
1: Get used to it. It gets worse before it gets better. That's why I keep telling everybody and also don't get old.
0: All right, let's go. Cause I want to talk to you guys about this Jim Harbaugh thing. Yeah. And I'm sure some people probably know what I'm talking about, but I just want to mention Zemlick one more time. Zemlick.com. They're brick and mortar location on Ashton drive or stadium, stadium drive in Ashton getting my words mixed up. Uh, They've got free offers, daily specials. Check them out. Zemlick.com. Uh, yeah, no matter what you need for your office, whether it be at home, in person, maybe you're getting ready to go to school, they've got stuff for you there as well, zemlick.com.
1: Carolyn Binder, thank you. Of thank course. you, guys. Yeah, I'm
0: yeah, glad we, you invited it, yourself. Yeah, yeah.
1: In, I'll invite, do that anytime. Invite yourself all the time. It just we'll makes for a,
0: a, a, just a better podcast, yeah. you know, when we've got three people often disagreeing. Yeah.
1: Well, we want to get your brother involved in some at some point, and in August, one day will be reserved for... Uh, John Creek to come in and hang out.
0: We and, should probably get we, Austin in August too, because after that his schedule is just yeah.
1: okay. Well, we'll have some special guests. Maybe we'll do the show out and about. Maybe let's do it. That's possible.
0: So we we
1: have the technology.
0: We do. Uh <laughs> anybody got anything else?
2: No, no. Thanks, guys.
0: Mm, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.